In a world that tells us that we outgrow picture books, one author seeks to tell a different story. Picture books are for grown-ups too. Hello friends, welcome to Picture Books Are For Grown-Ups Too, the podcast where we believe you're never too old for a great picture book. And we also believe that these tiny tales can lead to big connection. I'm your host, Patrice Scopo, and I write lyrical stories that celebrate joy, expand understanding, and foster compassion. I'm the author of the essay collection, All the Colors We Will See. My debut picture book, All the Places We Call Home, is based on one of the essays in my collection. Thanks for joining in today's conversation. I'm delighted to have you here. Hello, 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 picture book pals. I'm so excited to have Michelle Knott on the show today, and we're going to be talking about her new book, Teddy Let's Go, illustrated by Naid Kazimi. Michelle is a bilingual, dual nationality author who finds inspiration in her family, her travels, and particularly in American and French literature, culture, and art. Born in the United States, Michelle has also lived in France and Belgium. Michelle finds crafting picture books an ideal way to combine her love and respect for children, language, and fine art. She strives to share this passion with readers of all ages. And we're going to come back to that comment in just a moment, Michelle. But Teddy Let's Go is Michelle's third book for children and her debut picture book. Congratulations, Michelle. She lives in North Carolina with her husband, two daughters, and their rescue dog. Welcome, Michelle, to Picture Books Are for Grownups, too. I'm really happy to have you on the show. Oh, thank you so much, Patrice. It's wonderful to be here. It's a great topic. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, in your bio, you made this comment about how you find um, crafting picture books an ideal way to combine your love and respect for children, language, and fine art, and that you strive to share this passion with readers of all ages. And I was particularly drawn to that part of your bio, just thinking about this reality of this love and respect for children, language, and fine arts, these three things coming together, and then wanting to share this delight and joy that you find in this with all readers. So I wonder if you wanted to say a little bit more about that. Oh, well, I think picture books are, are just so perfect in so many ways for my interests because I do just love words, the way they mm. sound, the way they look. Mm -hmm. Even a line break can get me excited over yeah. how it looks on the page. Um, and I absolutely love, love art, but I'm still at like a stick figure stage in my own ability. So I think if I can create a story or words or some sort of text that can inspire an artist to bring their talent into it, it can just create such a beautiful world. Yes, I love that. I love that way that you talk about this idea of you bringing your talent and love and delight with words and then combining that with the art and someone else bringing that together and this other new thing that you create. So that's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I wonder if you could just share with our listeners a little bit more about you beyond your bio, anything that you wanna share, just so we can get to know you a little bit more. Um, well, I'll start by saying I've always been um, a fan of writing, even mm. before I really could write words. Okay. I remember being excited, holding a pencil and practicing my letters at oh, school cool. and seeing them on a page. 
And the excitement when my teacher said that I could now practice cursive, I just thought that was the most fabulous thing. So just the act and the physical feeling of a pencil or pen in my hand and that gliding around the paper, that just fascinated me. And then when I could figure out those letters could make words that mean something and the words Mm. can make sentences that mean something that that's just a, a passion that has been with me forever and ever. And so I bring that when, when I write stories. And um, I remember in high school, I took a creative writing class my senior year. They offered it for the first time and I loved it. So then when I got to college, I decided to minor in creative writing. So Mm. I did mainly short stories and poetry. Okay. Um, So that was my, my first love. But then, you know, besides a few poetry publications, When I was much younger, you know, just out of college, I really didn't get back into all that writing until I had my own children. And I think all those sparks and creativity just came out of nowhere, almost just being around these small little beings and their excitement and observation of the world. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love what you share about uh, the journey of where you are today and how the writing has always been part of your story. And yet it's, it's been a part in different types of ways. I loved what you shared about the physicality of, of holding the, the pencil or the pen and how we engage with words in such a physical way, but then how that kind of changes or we add to that as we grow older. So I think those are such wonderful things. And just the reality too, I think, I know that we are talking about picture books being for grownups too, but you know, I am a writer. I'm a person who's really passionate about the power of stories. And I love what you share about the time it took between your interest as a college student and then when it emerged again in a different stage of your life, the writing. Mm -hmm. So those are all really neat elements of your story. And thank you for sharing that. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about Teddy Let's Go. And for listeners who aren't familiar with your book, let me just share a little bit of a summary of this book. So Teddy and Mai are made for each other. From eating mushy vegetables to playing with blocks, Teddy is there every step of the way as Mai grows older. Even as the little girl goes to school and makes new friends, she can always count on Teddy for playtime, comfort, and friendship. And he can count on her. As she leaves early childhood behind, Mai comes to rely on Teddy less and less. But Teddy still has an important role to play in Mai's life. And I'm going to just leave it there because there's a little surprise in the story that I will leave for people to find out. But is there anything else that you would like to add about this book, about the summary that I just shared? Oh, well, I think that sums it up really well, (laughs) actually. Yeah. Um, I know. Do you want to hear a bit how it was inspired? I would. That's actually my next question. So why don't we just move into that? That's wonderful timing. <laughs> I'd love to just hear a little bit about the origins of this story and what drove you to create this particular picture book. Well, I think my journey to writing um, for children specifically, as I mentioned, I was very much inspired by my children. Mm-hmm. And at the time, they were very, very young. We were living in Belgium. Okay. And I noticed one day that most of the books on their book, little bookshelf were all in French. Okay. Which is fine. I mean, it's beautiful stories. Right. But I thought, hmm, maybe I could just write them a bedtime story. 
So we were sitting there in their bedroom and getting ready to, you know, do another story before going to sleep. And I noticed this teddy bear sitting on the bed that my grandmother made me that I've kept my entire life. Wow. Yes. So Teddy has traveled with me even to college when I studied abroad. Yes. I had this teddy bear with me. Yes. And so, of course, he came to Belgium with us and um, became a good friend of my own children. Right. So I thought it would be interesting to explore, you know, what could this Teddy um, say about this adventure of life? Right. You know, he's, he's been right. around quite a bit, you know. Yes. And when we were little, you know, when you're little, you imagine that your stuffed animals can talk and they have right. this whole life and personality. So I went back to that and I tried to imagine mm. how would Teddy tell his story? Yes. And so the book isn't necessarily like word for word my life or anything, but it's that um, childhood childhood journey. Yes. Um, right. Told Absolutely. from the teddy bear's point of view. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that way in which you told this story from a different angle. I think we're we typically think of stories often being told from the perspective of, I guess, well, not always the human character, but but I think plenty of times mm-hmm. it would be the human character. And so then here we have the teddy bear and recognizing the reality that, you know, there's a story here and this is a different way of seeing it. And um, as I mentioned already, I'm very just passionate about the importance of sharing stories and recognizing stories. So I think even in this, there's something neat to consider the reality of what does a story look like when you hear it from a different angle. So mm-hmm. that's really cool um, just to think about So I'm curious your thoughts when you think about how in our society, we often associate picture books with young children, but why do you believe that picture books are for all audiences, grownups included? Well, I think um, just by pure design, a picture book is for all ages Mm -hmm. and generations Mm -hmm. because um, typically the situation would be a small child on the lap of an older um, sibling, an older adult, Mm. a parent, a caregiver. Right. So right there, you're in a moment with different age groups. Right. And like I mentioned earlier about how um, the text and the illustrations can come together to create this beautiful world in a book, I think an adult can really appreciate um, the mechanics of good writing, of good literature. Right. And then, you know, the illustrations in these books are just gorgeous. You know, whether you have a really funny laugh out loud book or something really soft and cozy, the illustrations are just as good as any artwork you'd see in a gallery, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. as adults, we can really appreciate that. Yeah, no, that's great. I, I think those thoughts that you raise are really wonderful thinking about just the strength of the writing, the strength of the art that is here, that this isn't, this is something that's created for all of us to be, Mm -hmm. to enjoy. And I think what you highlight too, about the way in which a book, a picture book is often read with a child, but also someone older together, that there is this sense that this story is created, not just to engage the child, but also to engage Mm -hmm. Whoever else is part of that moment, the caregiver, the parent, the um, the teacher, whoever it may be, that we're engaging everyone here. And I think that's yes. something that's really beautiful about picture books is that it feels as though it reaches across age 
spectrums to connect with a wide variety of people that the form can do that. So yeah, those are wonderful. So when you think particularly about Teddy Let's Go, what are some of the emotions and experiences in this book that you believe will connect with adult readers? So particularly thinking about us in the point of being grownups in the world, as we read this book, what are some things that you feel, um, you know, would connect with an adult? And not even one who necessarily has a child of their own, but just an adult reader. Right. So I think um, the two emotions that come to mind first and foremost are love and trust. Oh, I love that. You know, we see the love that the grandmother Mm. puts into the teddy bear. She's making Mm -hmm. it. And what I love is that the first three spreads of the book um, are wordless. We're just there with the grandmother as she's making this teddy mm-hmm. and there's this love and that love um, goes from, it becomes a legacy really through yes. the teddy bear to the the little girl named Mai. Mm-hmm. And then as we see in the end, how that gets passed on as well. Mm-hmm. So there's mm-hmm. love. And then there's also trust because Teddy starts off the book, you know, just sitting in the crib, not really sure what to do, mm-hmm. but he trusts mm-hmm. he's going to figure it out as he mm-hmm. goes. Yeah. And um, I think parents can relate the, to that, too, because when we have our children, you know, there's no manual. There's no one to say, like, do mm-hmm. this, do that, not this, not mm-hmm. that. So we have to trust that our love is enough mm-hmm. to help us figure it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's um, I see that that's Teddy's role, too. Yeah. How, you know, it's just he loves my he was yes. instilled with all that love from the grandmother it's there for my and the yes. rest will get figured out. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah. And then as far as like, ex- um, like kind of segues, I guess, into the experiences mm-hmm. as well, that are in the book that a, an adult can relate to. And um, it's funny, because so many people have told me after reading this book that they have a special teddy bear or yes. some other stuffed animal that yes. someone special gave them or made them. Yes. So there's that connection already, we right? Have something like right. that. Or just the idea of having a security item. Yes. Like I also had a security blanket growing yes. up. Um, you know, things like that. And also that feeling of, um, I guess, that comfort that comes mm. from having some sort of object yes. with them that represents someone else almost, like the person yes. who gave it to them or the person that made it for them. And um, having that comfort item to get them through new experiences Mm -hmm. or meeting new people Mm -hmm. and then also little by little the confidence of leaving it behind and gaining um some more autonomy and we see that in this one um one spread where where Mai's just learning to walk Mm -hmm. and she's holding the grandmother's hand and the teddy bear's hand Mm -hmm. and the next page she's let go of the grandmother and now mm-hmm. she's just with Teddy. Yes. And it will see then how she will let go of Teddy's hand a little bit more and more too right. as she grows up. Right. Yeah. Oh, those are wonderful things that you point out. I I think just listening, when you talk about the love and trust that is there, uh, several things occurred to me just as you were talking is we as humans thinking of the ways in which we show love to other people in our lives what Mm -hmm. does that look like what are tangible ways in which we engage with showing that and i feel you know the gift of the teddy bear from the grandmother to my clearly is showing that and that's just one example in the world of what that could be um and 
the thing with the trust as well, that's stood out to me when you were sharing that, because I was thinking when you mentioned about parents needing to trust, and I thought, you know, so much in life in general, I think we as human beings, there is a sense of trusting that we are going to find our way, that we are going to figure these things out, that um, the people that we need to connect with are we're going to connect th those kinds of things that we don't always feel are clear or sure or that we can always see but there is some element that I think can exist there too and then of course what you say about having that special item that's something that you might hold on to and I think this is also an interesting discussion too just because I think for some of us that item stays with us across our lives right and then for mm -hmm. others we do let go of those things. And I think there's a beautiful kind of mixture of what that might look like in someone's life. So uh, I think those were great things that you pointed out. So Michelle, just connected to all of this, I know I've shared that I'm very passionate about creating spaces that encourage human thriving. And here we are thinking about picture books as a gateway into that work of how do we encourage human thriving. So I'm just wondering if you can share with us maybe an activity or a question that people can ask themselves based on Teddy Let's Go that might help them more deeply connect with their own story. That is a really, really good question and an important one too. Um, I think people can and explore and rediscover what who what or who brought them comfort mm. as a child and yeah. through their growing up years. Yes. And how is that feeling of security offered? Yes. I oh, think that's reading, a great question. Yeah, and um and then I think also well if they if they can't identify and because it can be a tough question too. I think so, so if right. they can't identify anything or anyone, then maybe ask themselves what or who could have been helpful. Ooh, what would they have needed yes. growing up? And then reflecting on an object or a person they may have needed growing up, turn that around and and wonder and ask themselves who they want to be for others oh, and how they can that. offer that yes. to someone else. Yes. Oh, that's, this is beautiful. I love the kind of multiple, multifaceted nature of this question. And I, I particularly appreciate the way you said who or what, recognizing that maybe this is a person, maybe this is an object, that there are multiple ways in which people feel that in their lives. So that's that's just wonderful, Michelle. I really appreciate that question. Well, then I think similarly, how how would you maybe expand either that question or transform or change that question when you think about ways in which a person, an adult might be looking to more just connect with those around them? Is there some sort of activity or question that you would suggest at that point that someone could engage with if we are looking to connect more deeply with another person's story? Well, what comes to mind, the, the idea of connection mm -hmm. would be the, the reader with the child. Mm -hmm. Like, How can that, they experience this story more deeply mm -hmm. and connect from it? I think throughout the story, you have these moments, these little, these childhood um, milestones yes. that can open up discussion yes. and exploration with the child. Um, yes. For example, the part where Mai's just learning to walk, mm -hmm, the parent mm -hmm. can 
tell the child about that day that they learned to walk. Mm I mean, -hmm, I'll never mm forget -hmm. like the first moment I saw my, my child Mm -hmm. walk on their own right and to share, share that moment with them. And then there's the first birthday mm -hmm, to hear about mm -hmm. what was the first birthday like? Who was there? What did the mm cake -hmm. look like? Yeah. So it's opening up moments to share um, experiences that have passed. Um, Teddy and the other stuffed animals, imagine what mine might be doing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that's a really good moment to talk about, well, what do you think this person does while you're at school? Or mm -hmm. Or when I'm at work, what do you imagine me doing Right. to kind of put things in perspective and also give the child kind of a sense of connection, even mm. when they're away from right. their, their parent or a sibling, right. Right. To imagine what they might be doing. Right. And so it's not such a mystery and they can talk yeah. about it ahead of time. Right. Say, yeah. I'm going to be in, in this meeting, <laughs> you know, while you're mm -hmm. having lunch mm -hmm. or at recess time, mm -hmm. I'm going to be doing this, mm -hmm. you know, so they, they feel still connected even though they're apart. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There are a lot of moments there. And, and I think even, um, I, I would just offer to listeners as well that, these ways in which we think about what might be happening in each other's lives at this different point, I think can extend to us as, as grownups too, thinking about the reality of there are many people in our lives kind of encircling or going around and we, we don't know what's necessarily happening in, in the day-to-day -day of the living that they're doing. Right. And, and I feel as though similarly, we can extend these questions that you're posing, Michelle, to, to really anyone to kind of have a sense of how do I get to know a bit more about who you are is what, what is the course of your day looking like? Or I love what you brought up about these first moments that I feel as at this point as an adult, that's a very uh, rare conversation I would have with another adult, another grown up is recalling firsts in our life. As we're drawing to a close here, I would just love to hear from you any final thoughts that you might like to share about what we've talked about or any upcoming projects, anything that you miss that you'd like to share more oh, about. I feel it's a particular privilege to write picture books mm, um, yes. because of the connection that it can create mm -hmm. and provide. And I think if I can, if I can provide something meaningful that will give an adult and a child the space physically and time-wise to come together I think that's fulfills a certain purpose mm. so that's why I do it yeah <laughs> I was like I guess that sums up why I write picture books and and take such pleasure from it to find me elsewhere you know my website it's very easy authormichellenot.com I'm on Twitter and Instagram I also have um, a Facebook page called Michelle's Kidlit Bookshelf, where oh, I review um, picture books or just share book news. In person, I'll be at the Tucson Festival of Books the first weekend of March. Oh, fun. So That's if very anyone exciting. Is in, the, in the area, yeah. <laughs> I'll be there. We'd love to say hi. Well, congratulations again, Michelle, on Teddy Let's Go. It is a beautiful book, and I encourage listeners to go get yourself a copy at your favorite local independent bookseller. But thank you so much, Michelle, for being a guest today on Picture Books Are for Grownups Too. Thank you for sharing how your tiny tale can lead to big connection. Oh, thank you so much, Patrice. And thank you for creating this space for us to have these conversations. Oh, thank you. I wish you a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. You too. 
please subscribe to this show wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you loved what you heard, please leave a review. Reviews really help others find the show. If you'd like to receive email updates about new episodes, please go to patricegopo.com and subscribe to my newsletter. And remember, the world may tell us that we outgrow picture books, but we have the power to tell a different story. Until next time, keep reading picture books because picture books are for grown-ups too.